0: Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Drabblecast, episode 305. The Drabblecast is a weekly audio fiction magazine that brings strange stories by strange authors to strange listeners, such as yourself. I'm your host, Norm Sherman. Well, we've got quite the philosophical show for you folks this week, assuming any of you actually exist to hear it. Let's start things off with a Drabble. This week's Drabble is called The Toymaker's Dilemma, and it comes to us from Rachel K. Jones, whose Drabbles you've already heard several times in the show, because gosh darn it, she's good at it. Here goes. In the north lives a man, a giver of gifts, a saint, He spends his days making toys and brooding over the airwaves, which brings in affirmations from around the world. Out there, they believe in him, so the songs say. But as he broods and makes toys, he has his doubts. Who knows if they exist at all out beyond the endless snowstorms? Their faith has never been a problem, but he's not sure he believes in them. Once a year, he rises, dons his red coat, and goes to find out. He brings the toys, just in case. Ah, yes, the holiday season approaches, doesn't it? This week's feature story is one that I fell in love with right off the bat. It's a cautionary tale, and an original story first appearing here on the Drabblecast, called Testimony Before an Emergency Session of the Naval Cephalopod Command, by Seth Dickinson. I think you'll enjoy. Seth's fictions appeared in Beneath Ceaseless Skies, Analog, and Strange Horizons, and is upcoming at Lightspeed Magazine. He's the winner of the 2011 Dell Magazines Award. So without further ado, we bring you Testimony Before an Emergency Session of the Naval Cephalopod Command by Seth Dickinson. The squid is a solipsistic, psychopathic god with a lust for submarine hull and a mandate from Ronald Reagan, branded on its hunting tentacles. It sweeps east from Iceland in the cold under the thermocline, alone in the dark, solitary lord of a solitary place. Make no mistake, compadres, this is not a squid with which to fuck. It's rolling in $30 billion of military appropriation, black as the depths that birthed its species. It's got a sonar harness, anti-submarine beacons, limpet mines, encrypted data links, kilos of squid nutritional supplement cooked up by DARPA. We're not talking cephalos, kids. We're talking potent biochemistry here, squid meth, squid PCP. Bear with me, Rear Admiral. I'm going places you haven't been. Places you need to be before I tell you how to stop him. And what I want in exchange. Fuck the Joint Chiefs. I'm talking now. The squid's bred with a Chomsky augment. That's voodoo neuroengineering. That means it's got the mental setup for language. Not that it took much work. Higher brain functions come standard on the Atlantic Giant. Squid skin's bioluminescent, you see. Evolved for camouflage, adapted for communication. Your average civilian calamari's a pack hunter. She uses her skin to talk to her gang. Data traffic. Very efficient. They can send different signals on different sides of their bodies. (laughs) Just like a politician bear in mind now nemo is bilingual chromatophore signaling all that skin business that's strictly a short-range solution he speaks whale too he's got that sonar harness that's what he uses to call home long distance relayed through the sosis net ring 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 hi mom i'm in the severodvinsk sub pens we send these guys out to hunt soviet nuclear submarines god bless america Nemo, the Atlantic giant black op squid. Oh, he's a troubled soul. He's got a profound philosophical realignment going on. You see, I've talked to Nemo at great length, both during his childhood and over the course of his career. And believe me, when I said solipsistic, I meant it. They're all that way. They have self-awareness, but they can't attribute mental states to others. Are you listening now? Do I have your attention, ladies and gentlemen? His mind is a severely fucked up place. It's an alien place, and I don't mean Mr. Spock alien. I mean Ted frickin' Bundy. But... If you want to understand what's happening, if you want to prevent the Soviets from escalating, you've got to know what he's thinking. I know you're all very tense about imminent thermonuclear war. You want me to get to the point. But you've got to understand, Nemo grew up convinced he was the only thinking thing in existence. He saw the world as a piece of clockwork, empty of will except his own. And at some point in the past 24 hours, he changed his mind. That's the key, you see? That's why we're here. Why he's there. Why the Soviets are about to launch. So, where was I? Ah yes, Nemo in the dark, moving east from Iceland, hunting for subs. Troubled. Ping. Submarines hunt by listening for the sound of propellers and creaking hull. That's passive sonar. It's gauche to turn on the pings, go active, start chittering away like a horny little dolphin. It can give you away. Nemo knows this, of course, but he pings the USS Olympia with his sonar harness anyway. It's a code. It means I've got something. Howdy, Nemo, Olympia sends back. Ping, ping, ping. Olympia is brand new, state of the art. A Los Angeles nuclear-powered hunter-killer. Veteran officers and seasoned crew. They've worked with Squid before. Learned to trust and appreciate their talents. Send us your contact, they say. Howdy, Olympia. Good to see you. Nemo closes in, jetting alongside. I have a boomer for you. Oh, did I neglect to mention that Nemo is a suave customer? Psychopaths usually are. You're a champ, Nemo, Olympia sends. Ready for details? Pretend you're the crew of the USS Olympia. You grew up on Lassie and Flipper and your family's golden retriever. You're a tribe of apes, wired to groom, to gossip, to get to know each other. You adore Nemo the giant squid. You love the fact that you can talk to an animal, that that he can talk back and say things like howdy. You love the fact that he's out there hunting down your enemy. You've got a squid on the wall of your mess hall, probably, curling iron. Now pretend you're Nemo. You grew up in a tank. You learned by operant conditioning. Pull the lever, get a fish. Solve the math problem, get a fish. Construct sentences, use equipment, tag the target. Fish, fish, fish. You don't have empathy, loyalty, a sense of social obligation, a pack hierarchy. No, you don't have the wiring for it. You evolved in the deep, in the cold. When your ancestors hunted in groups, they did it as a network without leaders or alphas. Send a signal and the network reconfigures. You stimulate. The world responds. They never had to model the other. You see the world as a system of systems. You have to learn the rules to manipulate that system. Pull the lever, get a fish, talk to Olympia, get what you want. Just like I'm going to get what I want before I'm done here. Isn't that right, gentlemen? You see, gentlemen, we love Nemo the Squid because, well, we're wired to put a little humanity into everything. But Nemo doesn't love us. No, Nemo doesn't even realize we exist. He just thinks we're complicated levers. Uh, only he's starting to get worried, you see. It's it's falling apart for him. There's a threat out there and he can't get his arms around it. That's why Nemo runs his little experiment, gentlemen. That's why he starts the war. Nemo leads Olympia toward his catch, cruising at 16 knots. Giant squid are jet-propelled and Nemo's jets are ripped. I mean this guy is Squid Stallone. And he's tagged a big fish for Uncle Sam this time, slapped a silent tracking beacon on Petropavlov Kamchatsky, a Russian boomer, Delta III ballistic missile submarine. City Killer sells this boat short. He has the firepower to Hiroshima an entire seaboard if he wants. And Olympia wants to play the old game. Follow the Russian boat in silence, tracking him as long as you can, learning his moves. If you win, the Soviet never even knows you played. This is what makes Nemo so valuable, of course. He's quiet. He can tag boomers and just hand them off to American boats for a game of passive sonar peekaboo. And, well, Nemo knew the boomer had a friend, of course. What, you you thought it was an accident? No, no, he knew the Victor was there all along. He planned this out. He knew exactly what levers to pull because they were the levers you trained him not to. Olympia settles in to follow the Russian Boomer on its slow creep south. Nemo makes his move. Do you know what Merkvelt is, gentlemen? German word, it's the way a species experiences the universe. Shark Merkveld, for example, is all about smell, huge olfactory lobes. Bats do hearing. The Atlantic giant squid, sight just like us. They have the biggest eyes in nature. You're Nemo again, Leviathan, Hunter, Sovereign of the Abyss. You move at your pleasure through the sunlit waters, slatted dusk, down into the dark. You are the Lord of night and day, the eye that watches the world. Your volition encompasses the cosmos. I I figured all this out by dropping a load of acid, by the way. I think you cited that when you had me discharged. That was cute. I wonder if you're rethinking that decision now. You see, gentlemen, squid solipsism is perfectly logical. They're not social like the er-human was. They have no need for theory of mind. Doesn't, doesn't that sound lonely? Of course it doesn't. They don't have loneliness. But there is a problem here, gentlemen, a challenge for the thoughtful squid. Yeah, it's the sperm whale. <laughs> I don't mean the sperm whale literally, of course. Nemo doesn't believe that the Soviet Union is run by Comrade Moby. Nothing like that. I, I mean the sperm whale devil of the squid's racial consciousness. The one ass bad enough to top it on the food chain. The sperm whale, gentlemen, is the specter of an outside will. A second agent, if you will. Something in the universe which cannot be grasped or mastered in the sweep of your arms. Here's the crux of the problem, gentlemen. We trained Nemo to hunt Soviet submarines, did we not? We augmented him, tested him, taught him, and the whole time he believed he was in charge. He believed he was learning to manipulate a complex environment. Oh, but deep down inside there was a spark that started to burn. A nascent capability awakened. We're talking about the dawn of consciousness on an evolutionary timescale. You do understand understand, do you not? A whole separate lineage of mind awakening, and why, why now, you ask? Well, because the racial obsession with the sperm whale gave them their first other, their first antagonist, an entity that could not be subdued, whose separate and caesarean volition had to be acknowledged. Oh, and we fed that spark, did we not, gentlemen? We gave it the perfect fuel. We brought him to the very moment of crisis, the realization that someone else manipulated him. And now, obviously, He's realized that someone else did all that teaching, and he he can't figure it out. Who wills these tests into being? Who sends the submarines? Who draws the line between American and Soviet water? He didn't come up with this shit. His ancestral world of night and day, and fish and whale is gone. By Jove, someone remade the universe. And we're not talking about emotion here. We're talking about a fundamental crisis of the squid psyche, something latent, Jungian, by nature, religious. Nemo's become agonizingly aware of the existence of a higher power, a sperm whale, in the ocean of his solipsism. And because, of course, the whole squid theory of mind comes from that obsession, he responds antagonistically. The knowledge that there's something else out there, it's... Well, it's driving him mad. He wants to draw it out. Nemo parks himself a beam of USS Olympia, turns on his sonar, and begins pinging the Russian boomer loud, close. Nemo, safe your sonar immediately. Olympia sends. The game's barely gotten afoot and now Nemo is spoiling the hunt. Nemo, the unerringly reliable, their 30-foot friend. Why, Nemo? That's what they wonder. That's what you all wonder. Did he go berserk? Is he angry? Is this some kind of game? You all think about him like a big dog, don't you? You fucking idiots the russian sub turns to respond sonar lashes back olympia is caught in the spotlight and then from behind another sonar ping ping sharp as cracking glass the victor guarding the russian boomer says Hello, a Soviet attack sub, quick and dangerous. It probably had no idea Olympia was there until Nemo made his move. The feeling is mutual, of course, on Olympia's part. Nemo didn't report another sub and they trusted Nemo. Olympia's caught with her pants down. No one's going to shoot, of course. They're all just going to aim torpedoes at each other, flood their launch tubes, and ping angrily until someone backs down. It's a cold war out there. Then, the Russian boomer explodes. Nemo must have planted the limpet mines at the same time he attached the tracking beacon. He didn't have detonation authority. No one would be stupid enough to give a squid its own live anti-ship weapons, but he didn't need it. Limpet mines have anti-tamper fuses, sensitive to motion, and Nemo planted them across the boomer's forward torpedo tubes. When the boomer opens her tubes to menace Olympia, the mines, barnacled over, detonate. They crush her double-hulled bow, stave in her sonar, maul her diving planes, and detonate the torpedoes within. Petro Pavlov-Kamchotsky hemorrhages bubbles and groans the sound of dying metal as her reactors shut down. 130 souls aboard, no hope. She falls toward crushed depth. Nemo, save your weapons, Olympia sends. Abort, attack, repeat, abort, attack. The Soviet victor behind Olympia floods her torpedo tubes. Her sonar lashes out in guidance mode. She wants revenge for her consort. Olympia's captain does the only sane thing he can. He runs, of course. In the chaos, Nemo jets north past the victor toward Soviet waters, sprinting at at least 20 knots. He's issued his challenge, you see. Now he's got to show he's serious. Fundamentally antagonistic. News of the Petro Pavlov Kamchatsky's destruction at American hands must be at Moscow by now. We're on the edge of a shooting war in the North Atlantic, and we all know where that goes, don't we? T-72s on the Autobahn, tactical nukes in the Fulda Gap. Oh yes, the, the big one. <laughs> oh, you know, a lesser citizen might dwell on the irony here, don't you think? You froze me out. I remember the bullshit you cooked up: overspecialized, disruptive surplus to team. Requirements, obsessed with pseudo scientific speculation. I could have told you this was coming. Cephalopod psychology remains a field of one. But he fooled you too, didn't he? (laughs) You thought he was human. You thought he was predictable. You convinced yourself you didn't need me. (laughs) Oh yes, and now the Soviet fleet is racing southwest into the Greenland-Iceland-United Kingdom gap. They're convinced Nemo's destruction of Petra pavlov Kamchatsky was the first strike in a broad offensive against their nuclear capability. And you know, in a way they're right. Olympia barely made it out of that hornet's nest, and Nemo Beacon is still moving north, he'll continue attacking until he dies or we bring him in. <laughs> you do understand that, don't you? His, his theory of mind isn't built on thinking about friends and family and social rivals like ours, it's, it's built of sperm whale. The self, the vast annihilating other, the solipsist's apocalypse, the extinction event. To the squid, death is nothing less than God. Oh yes, some of you may hope the Soviets will make sushi of him. I won't rule that possibility out, but he's got home field advantage, remember, and a lot of explosives on tap, and a real depth advantage. If the Soviets can't bring him down soon, they're going to hit back. They can't allow an unchallenged attack on their missile submarines. Not one, absolutely not two. I give Nemo six hours before he takes out Boomer number two. He'll find a way, even without authority over his weapons. And God help the Soviets if he gets up towards the Kola Peninsula and their yards. Uh, Face it, gentlemen, you need a way to reel him in, and I can do that for you. But I want a little something in return. Let's trade, shall we? A little (laughs) squid pro quo. How do you get God's attention? Please set aside your Judeo-Christian preconceptions. Nemo's not going to cook a fatted lamb for you. How do you, a mighty predator, discover that a greater will has built and may well end your entire world? How do you get its attention? You simply defy it. You get your suckers into that sperm whale and you set at him with your beak. You break his rules. You test the limits of his power. And if you die, then so be it. Either the world goes out because, well, you were the solitary will in it, or it doesn't because it was never your world after all. And maybe, maybe, gentlemen, if you're very clever, You make room. You account for a second will. Don't you see if squid down the ages hurled themselves at that whale to die in solipsistic fury, selection would favor those who could conceive and accept the concept of another will without going berserk. What do you mean peripheral issue? This isn't peripheral. This is the entire problem, gentlemen. And might I add the solution. Nemo is struggling, struggling to conceptualize the existence of a second force in his clockwork world. He wants to talk to God, and he knows how to get God's attention. He must break the rules, break them the most. He's going to burn every commandment we conditioned into him. He's going to pull the strings until the puppeteering show is up. That's why he's gone berserk. That's why a giant squid has you on DEFCON 3, ladies and gentlemen. He's figured out that the biggest bird he can flip to God is is the threat of global nuclear war. Does he know what that means? Probably not, but he's figured out what happens when he pulls that lever, when he sinks that Russian boomer. We put collars around the hunting tentacles and the mantles of these squid. Do you know what we write? On them, a lot of technical information mostly, a big alphanumeric lump that gives the military guys a real hard on, but there's a quote too, because by God, America will put quotes on anything, won't it? <laughs> it reads, the ultimate determinant in the struggle now going on for the world will not be bombs, it will not be rockets, but a test of wills and ideas. Ronald Reagan. Yeah, we we put it on there to impress a bunch of senators coming in for tour, and they ate it up. (laughs) You know, when all of this started, I tried to explain that we were not dealing with a trained ape here. I insisted that this was an intellect from a very different lineage of thought, unpredictable, unmanageable, but (laughs) oh no, you went ahead and did it anyway, didn't you? You weaponized an alien intelligence, and guess what? It turned out I was right. That makes me lord of the hour, doesn't it? And here are my demands. I want Nemo alive. I know you're planning to blow him out of the water as soon as he shows himself, and I understand that reflex. I was military too, but I want Nemo back under my supervision in a tank unarmed. I want a team. I want money, tankers full of money. I want to do what you should have done up front instead of firing him off into the North Atlantic. I want to spend a long few hours figuring out how he thinks, talking to him. I'm going to resolve this metacognitive crisis and help him accept the concept of a second will. I'm going to be a midwife to the birth of a new order of cephalopod cognition. Of course, this matters to me, Admiral. Stop laughing, of course I'm emotionally attached. Nemo is a window into an alien conscious, one that's just realized we exist. I want to see where this goes. I want to learn everything I can from him. Or maybe you want me to be a little more pragmatic. Consider this, won't you? We have 18 operational or pre-operational Atlantic giants, and they're all bad assets now as far as I'm concerned. That's a lot of money wasted, don't you think? Unless I can diagnose Nemo, find a foolproof hook on squid psychology so you can convince them not to scuttle the program. This is all you need to do to call him home. Let me talk to him. Get me on a sosis and a long wave. Let me coax him out of Soviet waters with threats and promises. See if I can draw him up to shallow water, so to speak, where we can reach him by VLF transceiver before the Soviets get him. And then let me meet him face to big squid eye. Let me get down there in scuba gear somewhere off Greenland with chromatophore signaling kit or a sonar gun and, and really talk to him. I'm the key, you see. I can be the avatar. Oh, yes. Yes, he remembers me. (laughs) You think he can't tell us apart? The squid Merkveldt is visual, remember? I was in that tank with him during the conditioning, every day until he graduated to open sea work. To him, I'm a component of the levers and the tests. I'm a big part of the metaphysical crisis that's driving him mad. He may be violent, confronted with the metaphysical sperm whale, the avatar of death and the other, and he may do what so many of his ancestors did, bite, and yes, admiral members of this committee. If if he does, I will die. But if I'm right, if I'm right, if this is the crisis that gives him theory of mind, if selective pressures have rewarded the architectus who can conceptualize another mind and cope with that realization, he may just back down. Let me coax him back in. He probably wants to mate. I can use that as a carrot, and maybe he'll come peacefully, satisfied that he's drawn enough attention from on high. Maybe, maybe he just wants to know the mind of God. And that's certainly some common ground to start from, don't you think? What do you mean did I always know this would happen? You think I trained them knowing this crisis was inevitable? That I've been waiting for this moment out of some messianic desire to witness and assist the birth of new squid thought? (laughs) That I manipulated all this? Come on, Senator. He's the one who thinks we're all lovers. Not me. Oh yeah, now that's what I'm talking about. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm not sure I can say anything to top the glory that is a sentient, nihilistic, giant squid used as a secret government weapon. So I'm just going to have to go ahead and shut this episode down, folks. It's that simple. But first, our 100-character story winner this week, by K. Billy, with this one here. The embers ignited the birch. Ice water rushed in, and Nanook realized that you just can't have your kayak and heat it, too. Wiser words. Think you can write a good story using only 100 characters, not counting spaces? Give it a shot. Post in our discussion forums under the TwitFix section at forums.drabblecast.org. Follow us on Twitter at DrabbleCast. All right, folks, that's our show this week. Remember, The Drabblecast is produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means you can't change or sell it, but you can share it freely with whomever you want. This business model only works if listeners such as yourself generously donate to The Drabblecast, even though you don't have to, to help us pay authors and keep the show going, just because you're a good person. And you enjoy the show, of course. If you enjoyed this week's show, go to www.drepplecast.org and click on any of the support options off to the right. We greatly appreciate it. Special thanks to our awesome episode artist this week, Drabblecast art director Bo Kyer. And what a beaut that one is, huh, folks? Kick ass. When not spraying his noxious, inky art all over the cast, Bo blackens Instagram and Tumblr in the form of Bo365, his daily sketch project. Next week's theme is creepy Christmas characters. Can you really afford to miss that? Check out bokayer.tumblr.com or Instagram at BoKyre. That's B-O-K-A-I-E-R. Our program this week was brought to you by Nikki Drayden, our managing editor, Nathan Lee, our submissions editor, art director Bo Kire, with additional help from Tom Baker, David Carvin, and David Steffen. We'll see you next week, weirdos. Until then, this is Norm Sherman reminding you, to the squid, death is nothing less than God.